Hello and welcome to Yaf Podcast, the yet another Final Fantasy podcast. This is season five, episode, what is it, 19? Wow! Earth Tablet, or Earth Lithograph, depending on which version of the game you play. Um, I want to mention real quick before I start the episode that I do have some background noise. Hopefully none of it will come through in the recording, but if you hear a kids TV show in the background, it's because my kids are watching and this is my only time I can record this episode. I have been procrastinating on <laughs> recording these episodes. I've been like going through the game and like I'm just a few more episodes away from like the end, but I have just like a bunch of notes. So let's talk about what happened and what we went through. Just a quick recap. We got back to Earth. Earth is different because the first world and the second world, well, I, whatever... Well, I say Earth, whatever. The first world and the second world merged together to form the original planet of what it used to look like. Um, we went back to Castle Tycoon. We left Lena behind. Um, and we went to uh, a cave. We fought the Antlion, which is... I, I guess this is the first time we're fighting that monster, but that was like the one of the first bosses in Final Fantasy IV. So it's kind of a nice call. It's always nice to have these callbacks to like a common bosses and themes and characters throughout the game. So we fought against the Antlion. We met Boko... Uh, which, or not matter. We went to go check up on Boko, which is Bart says Chocobo. Uh, we also met Boko's wife. I don't remember her name. Was it Coco? It might have been. And, you know, all kinds of stuff happened. Bart's and what, the, what is that little girl's name? It's not, uh, Ferris is the other one. Well, whatever. Bart's and Krilly, um, left the castle together and then uh, Ferris joined them and then, uh, you know, X-Death used his special powers and made um, made uh, the Kingdom of Tycoon disappear into the void or something. And we lost Lena, unfortunately. Like, that's, at least for now, we've lost Lena. Uh, and in the Library of the Ancients, we found out about the 12 weapons that can destroy... Um, Enuo, or that was they were used to fight Enuo, which was like the ultimate boss a thousand years ago who controlled the void and gave up his immortality to control the void. And now we're looking for the Earth tablet. So first things first, I left um, the Library of the Ancients, and because of the way that the two worlds overlapped, right north of the Tablet of the Ancients, wait, sorry, right north of the Library of the Ancients is Sergate, the castle Sergate. So I went to Sergate. Um, it, to recharge, uh, if you don't remember, Sergate was a castle in the second world. So not, yeah, in the second world. And it was the castle where, oh, I can't remember his name, but one of the original Dawn Warriors uh, castle, like the king, he was a king there. That's where he was at. Um, and I, so I went up there, uh, went to walk through the area. There was a library side quest. So if you reshelf books correctly from the tables into uh, the library um, shelves, it opens up another area where the librarian works. And if you keep going down through that section of where the librarian, or not works, where the, yeah, I guess where the librarian works and lives. If you keep going down, it leads you down to another tower. And at some point you learn the spell float. Um, after that, it was time to go head out into the desert. So if I, I mentioned that I think uh, in originally in World 1 where I saw a pyramid in the middle of the desert, but it was inaccessible. So now that is the place we need to go because that's where the Earth tablet should be or the Earth lithograph. I wonder why they changed it. I like the name lithograph more than tablet. That sounds kind of boring, right? Like what? 
so it's time to go to the desert. Uh, the first first things first, when you start walking down the passageway, uh, instead of just being like an empty passageway between mount, like two mountain ranges, a valley to get to the desert, there is now the uh, guardian tree and the, like a part of the forest that used to be there. Um, and it intersects our path. Go there. We go there again. Um, we hear Krilly talk about, hey, you know, why can't my grandpa come back to life? Uh, I don't remember why she was wondering that, but like, I'm, I'm wondering if Galef will come back at some point because there have been hints. I mean, he's been helping a lot from beyond the grave. And the more and more he helps beyond from beyond the grave, the more it feels like this character is still with us here. Uh, Kurley kind of just, you know, has the, the whole idea of like, hey, we need to stop X death. You know, she wants to like get the team to, to do that. And then it's time to go to the desert. The desert isn't moving anymore. So it turns out that the earth crystal was was uh, powering all the movements in the desert. If you remember uh, in World 1, again, when we had to go into the Ronkin, Ronkin, whatever, uh, ruins, we had to go through the moving desert. And it was kind of like the conveyor belt level, so to speak. That doesn't happen anymore. None of that moves. And in fact, we don't even... Move, uh, we don't even walk through the zoomed in desert. It's just a regular overworld, which is really fascinating because it kind of makes you think that the wh- whatever is not overworld is like sections that have to be overcome in certain ways. If it's overworld, it's kind of like, well, this is just going to be boring walking through nothingness. It kind of gives you a different, like, it, it gave me a different view of what it means to be overworld or in a zoomed in section. So, I mean, I, it's kind of obvious if it's zoomed in, there's something more to it, but whatever. So then it's time to go to the pyramid. But before I did that, there's one more thing that changed about the desert. If you cross across the desert and walk around the pyramid instead of entering it, again, you're in the overworld, you get to the Moor village. The Moor village is it used to be right by the Moor forest where the guardian tree was. So that area got transported here and you have like a place of reprieve where you could go and i went there i stocked up on a bunch of stuff and i you know rested and whatever and then it was time to go to the pyramid now based off of the book in the library of ancients we kind of know what to expect in the pyramid there are going to be two gargoyles there's going to be some monster protecting it um so it's time to fight uh, as soon as we get in through the um Oh yeah, we tr- you can go all the way up the pyramid, if I remember correctly, and you can go down, so you can walk on the outside, nothing really happens there, but as soon as you try to enter the bottom of the pyramid, you have we have our first battle, which is fighting the gargoyles, so we know the gargoyles were, were protecting them. What I didn't realize is that the gargoyles are, like I, I don't want to say this, but like they're pretty weak, like these are not strong monsters, it's totally possible that I'm just like, you know, very much over-leveled, which is something that I do I do that a lot anyway. So fought the gargoyles, went in, um, lots of maze-like levels. I want to say that this part of the game specifically reminds me so much of Final Fantasy II. Like, you know, these long dungeons, complicated mazes, lots of different levels, lots of like, I want to say dead ends and like false places to walk to. I mean, we didn't have empty rooms, Thank God for that. Like the empty rooms in Final Fantasy 2, if you're not familiar with, or if you don't remember, in Final Fantasy 2, there were certain rooms where you'd walk in, you'd appear in the middle of the room, and every single step would be a new monster encounter. So you were, you I think had to defeat at least two monsters as soon as you entered. And if you didn't know that the gimmick of what's going on, you could easily be fighting like six monsters because you walked the wrong way by accident, right? So that's not the case here. Uh, 
there were a lot of triggers for doors to close and sometimes it would open up holes and snakes would slither out to attack. So like this was very like on theme, on brand kind of situation where, yeah, you would pull something, a door would open, snakes would open up behind you. And for the first time, I don't want to say ever, but like if you didn't have to fight these snakes if you could just outrun them or like outwalk them. And no, I'm not kidding. Like these were overworld monsters that would like try to find you or whatever. But if you if you walk up to them, it would trigger a fight, a very easy fight. But if you decided not to, you could like walk away from them and hopefully they didn't see you or they didn't notice you. Uh, th this is something I wasn't expecting until like later on in the games, but it's here. Usually like Final Fantasy has like the, the you know, the random encounters as you're walking around and you don't, see, you usually don't see the monsters in, you usually don't see the monsters. You only see them in the actual battle view. Not in this case, you have the snakes. On top of that, there was one maze-like area with um, like these, these I want to say, robots walking around. And again, like they would walk really quickly, but you could time things and walk around them in the maze so that you didn't have to fight them. I did fight every single one of them. So, you know, like I'm not the smartest person. Uh, it's, it's, I don't have to grind. I like doing this. I like, you know, hitting up every monster as I walk through a dungeon that's part of the story instead of going out to grind and do, you know, boring stuff. We did fight Archeosaur, uh, which I think is the, the enemy. I don't want to say the enemy of the, of the level, but that, it, that was one of the monsters. I did want to mention that like having a, I, I miss having a four party, uh, four-person party. I do have a three-person party and it just doesn't feel like enough because it feels like you need to have two heavy attackers and two magicians at all times and that is just like not happening. So Kareli had to really carry the team in terms of like black magic and white magic and I believe that she was a black magician at this point. Uh, the My ninja, Bart, got really strong. So if there was like a critical hit with his first weapon, he, had a, he was dual wielding, it would hit twice so you would hit like 600, 500, which is amazing. And the second second weapon, if it hit a critical, could be easily 2,000 plus. Wild, wild strong party. This is one of my favorite parts of the Final Fantasy games is when you're all the way at the end and you're starting to get to the point where you're like maxing out what the characters can do. I mean, I'm switching classes because I keep maxing out my classes. It is wild to me and I love it. Uh, there were definitely a lot of uh, puzzles. There was lots of places to fall and floors to go through. Uh, there was a lot of button pressing, lots of hidden passages. Um, and I kept Ferris as a... I kept her uh, ability that she had as a thief to find hidden passages. And I'm not taking that away. I really thought I would, that I would move away from the thief, which was her original class when I first started playing this game. But... That ability is so good and so useful. There were so many good weapons and so much good gear as I as I made my way through. And finally, at some point, I made my way um, to the inner top of the the pyramid. It's kind of weird because of, because of the way like you have the perspective and the shift of perspective when you're in, at the top of the the pyramid. It kind of feels like there's a second pyramid inside, and you're inside of that second part. But it's like not like it, there's a really weird perspective change. Obviously, this is a beautiful area and obviously I had the game muted. So I have no idea what the music sounded like. I'm sure it was very good. Oh, I feel so bad about that. I feel so bad. And people pointed out all the time, like, I can't believe you're playing these games on mute, but I, I can't help it. I put this on. I started watching this show on Netflix called Broadchurch. I have Broadchurch on and I'm solving, you know, uh, 
whatever mystery is going on at the time in whatever season as I'm playing this game and I'm playing like it sounds weird to have to play this game in the background but I'm I'm not really like I pay full attention to the game I just like to have something else playing I don't like I don't like video game music it's too boring I like to like I don't play other music either it's not like I have Spotify playing I like to literally watch like anime or TV shows in the background while I do just about anything else. Like I don't play Doom with sound on. I don't play any game with sound on unless the game is specifically, I play the game specifically because of its music, like Bastion. I literally played Bastion only because of its music. And then I found out it's a fun game. I, I can't do it. I don't know why. All right, so I finally make it to the top. We find the first tablet. And as soon as we pick it up, the pyramid moves up up all the way outside. So when, when you could go on the outside to the top of the pyramid, the inside top of the pyramid moves up like physically moves up and takes you outside and we hear from the dragon king bahamut that we can go see him somewhere uh we can go see him at the top of the northern mountain so northern mountain if i remember correctly is where the wyverns used to live or at least where hiryu the the wyvern that was it krilly's wyvern no it was lena's wyvern lena's wyvern lift was uh or like that's where we found her wyvern when we had to go through the dragon grass but that's not the only thing that happened so the other thing is that there was a peninsula that sank into the water like the entire peninsula sank into the water and if i remember correctly it was that weird eagle peninsula with an eye in the middle right that was the original portal to get to world 2. now here's a weird thing final fantasy 1 wasn't there a section that looked like an eagle where the eye was a lake with like a town in the middle or something like that. I I almost like I remember that in another game where it looked like it was a an eagle and the eye was a village or the eye was a lake or something. So that kind of similar thing here it it it, it sinks after Bahamut somehow through the ether of existence tells us where he's at we see our airship it lands and then parks to the side of the continent now i don't know how it got there i just i just legit don't i just the cutscene just showed the boat going there that's it so it's kind of kind of weird but you know that's kind of what it is um and yeah, that's kind of it for this episode. Like, so here's the weird thing. I think I'm I'm like on the wind tablet at this point with gameplay. So it's two episodes uh, ahead. These kind of feel like side quests in a way. Like it feels like a weird, I guess it's kind of like a, hey, let's go ahead and wrap up everything that happened in this game before we go to the void, right? Uh, the weird thing about the void as well is that I'm wondering if you can skip these parts. Can you skip the earth, wind, fire, water tablets? Can you go directly? I know you can go directly to the void because I saw it in the guide, but I'm wondering if you can skip getting these tablets in the first place and try to finish the game without it. Uh, which makes me wonder how this. I wonder how this game does in in a speed run. I know this game is a speed runnable game that um, shows up in all kinds of different places. I know for I know that for a fact. And, and in fact, this is a very popular game to play and replay by by players that like this game, right? Like I I don't really hear that about Final Fantasy four or seven or ten or any of these. But five is the one that I hear people replay all the time. I'm guessing it's partially because of the classes, but I do wonder if there. Are, a bunch of places that you can literally skip if and, and i wonder if this is one of them i thought you would need them to open some door or whatever to get into the void but now i'm wondering if i misunderstood what the book was saying if that you know if you need these 
tablets in order to unlock. I know you need them to unlock the weapons. Do you need the weapons? I don't know. Anyway, this was a little bit of a shorter episode. Like I said, it feels like a side quest. Uh, and I think like the next episode is going to be pretty short too. Uh, but we are nearing the end. I'm looking at, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to look at this. I'm going to count this out. So we're on Earth Tablet. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight more episodes, which feels like a lot, but several of those are in the void. And there is one that's optional. So we'll see if I even get to that. Um, I wonder, if, I mean, I guess the, the optional episode will most likely be like Bahamut and all the other, uh, you know, summons or whatever. That's usually the case before you like enter the end game part of the game. Uh, I, I'm going to be doing that. I really, I like summons. I like summons. But that's it for this episode. Sorry that it's a shorter episode. I mean, we usually run about half an hour and I'm looking at the screen. It's like almost, not even 18 minutes at this point. And, and I'm sure that once I edit it down and, and delete all my coughing from the, the recording, it's going to be even shorter. Uh, I hope you join me for the next episode where we're going to be obviously getting to the airship and doing all kinds of other stuff. Who knows what? Um, follow me on Twitter on twitter.com slash yafpodcast, Y-A-F-F podcast. And I'll see you next time.